Shalom, shalom, and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer of Faith, living life in the spirit. Shabbat shalom. I hope you're blessed and encouraged today. <laughs> I've got the repeat coming back on there. We just stopped that. Anyway, hallelujah. What a blessing it is to get together on this Sabbath just to bring the word before you. I know we normally uh, minister about, you know, six or seven hours from now. But I've just been uh, meditating on the scriptures and I just feel that this is the time just to go live today. So if you're joining live, just post uh, a shout out in the comment section if you're on YouTube or if you're on the Facebook feeds. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. I know that uh, obviously it's early uh, than normal. But hallelujah, if you're watching later, welcome. And don't forget to put your uh, shout outs in the comments, even if you're watching later. I also want to welcome all those who are watching by podcast. We go out on multiple platforms on podcasts. We are in, uh, uh, I'm just fixing this mic as we do this. We are on Spotify. Uh, we're on uh, every type of podcast platform. If we're not on the podcast platform that you enjoy, I want to encourage you just to send me a message. Let me know what your favorite podcast platform is that you use. And if we're not on there, we will get on there. Uh, we'll add our feeds to that platform. Um, hallelujah. Okay, so this Sabbath, you know, we are sharing part two from our message yesterday, rehearsing Elohim's deliverance. We talked on Psalm 18, and we're going to stay in that vein today, and we're just going to press in. I, I really feel this is such an important word that we need to spend time on this word, that we need to grow in Yehovah and on this word. So I hope you enjoyed yesterday's message. If you haven't seen yesterday's message on rehearsing Elohim's deliverance part one, I encourage you just to go to the, the previews so that you can see that because we just talked on the first three verses of the chapter yesterday. And you know, what a blessing it was to read those verses. You know, we talked about um, who Yehovah is to us, who is God to David. You know, he says, you're my rock, you're my strength, you're my deliverer, you're my refuge, you're my shield, you're my uh, salvation, you're my stronghold. Hallelujah. And what an incredible way to start by proclaiming who Elohim is uh, to us, you know, and, you know, what I love about this chapter is, you know, this chapter is written from a place of the victory. You know, David was on the run for 15 years after he was anointed king. And, you know, you'd think after Samuel came, anointed him king, everything's going to be fantastic. Everything's going to be great. And you look at the, the roller coaster that David's life took from when he received the anointing. And why do you think it got so bad? You know, because you think the enemy in this realm wants David to walk in the fullness of the promise of Yehovah. But in the opening statement of this chapter as well, there's a, a, an interesting statement. You know, it's got a long description of the, the director of music of David, the servant of Yehovah. He sang to Yehovah the words of this song, when Yehovah delivered him from the hand of all the enemies, all of his enemies, 
and from the hand of Saul. He said, and then it moves into this, uh, this psalm. But what's interesting, he says that Yehovah delivered him from all of his enemies. And after saying all of his enemies, he then says, and from the hand of Saul. So, you know, he didn't look at Saul and say, Saul is, you know, I, I just throw him in the whole camp of my enemies. And we have to be careful uh, about how we treat other believers in the faith. You know, if, if people have done things wrong, they've failed, they've lost their anointing, they've lost their calling, they've, they're broken, you know, you don't know what they've gone through. You know, what do we see in the life of David, which I think is is really quite incredible. There was there was one thing I was thinking about on this, and I'm just trying to see if I, if I wrote a note on this. Maybe I didn't, but um, anyway, you know, what we saw or, or what we see in this portion of Scripture, we see, uh, you know, David identifying what you know, how he has got through those 15 years, how he's got through all those battles and how he sees us and how he sees his relationship with Yehovah, even in the midst of this. You know, many people, their faith is so weak that when they face challenges, in the place of those challenges, they're cursing God, they're, they're backsliding, they're losing their faith, all those different things are going on. And, you know, I hope there's a lot of things that we are going to learn from this portion of Scripture. There's 50 verses in this chapter, and there's no way we're going to get to all of it even today. We might just hang out here for a few days and just be blessed, encouraged with this portion of Scripture. So anyway, it's not just I'm delivered from the hands of my enemy, but also from the hands of Saul. And I want you to think about this today and, you know, ask yourself, how am I dealing with others? Am I dealing right with others? Or, you know, isn't it amazing how much believers want to shoot down other believers? You know, you don't even need a war these days because a house divided against itself will fall. We need to be people of unity in the spirit. And, you know, that's not always easy. But where is our place of unification? It's in Messiah. Hallelujah. It should be found in him. So anyway, I'm just going to take a moment to pray. Father, I thank you for this Sabbath. I thank you for this time in your word. And we just want to proclaim, Yehovah, you are our rock. You are our fortress. You are my deliverer, my Elohim. You're my rock in whom I take refuge. I take refuge in you. We corporately take refuge in you. I thank you, Father, that you are my shield. Father, you know what's going on in uh, the hidden realms, in the spiritual realms. Father, you know the assignments that's coming against me. And I thank you, Father, you're my shield, that you are my strong ho uh, stronghold in the midst of uh, despair, in the midst of deliverance. You bring forth salvation. You bring forth security to my life. We corporately call on you, Yehovah, because you are worthy to be praised. And, you know, we thank you, Father, that you have saved us 
from our enemies and even the enemies and the things that we're looking at right now. Father, we know that salvation belongs to us. Deliverance belongs to us. And as we take this time today to to really press in and, and look at rehearsing your deliverance, Father, we want to align ourselves. Let this be a day that we recognize how we should be responding in the midst of our challenges, how we should see other people, how we should see the enemy in the midst of what is before us. So we thank you for this time. We thank you for time in your word. And we ask for your name to be glorified in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. All right. So like I said, if you're just tuning in, just give us a shout out on the platform. Let us know you are watching. I know we've got Tim with us. Good to see you, Tim. We've got Melinda with us as well. Shabbat Shalom. Thanks for joining with us and let's just press into to this scripture i'm not really going to go over uh, much more of of what we went through last week other than you know i just want to make sure that we understand this even in psalm uh, 32 it says you are my hiding place you're the hiding place for me you preserve me from trouble you surround me with shouts of deliverance and <clears throat> I want us to come into this portion of Scripture as, you know, what is uh, David going to be looking at here from verse 4 to verse 19? He's going to be uh, delving into, you know, things that he has gone through and identifying where Yehovah is in the midst of the trouble. And, you know, we talked uh, yesterday on who is Elohim to me? Who is he? You're my rock. You're my deliverer. You're my fortress. You're my refuge, you're my shield, my salvation, my stronghold. Hallelujah, and I praise your holy name. So what are we looking at in this next portion? We're looking at who are we before Yehovah? Who are we? And do we understand our position? So in verse 4, it opens with the cords of death entangled me. And, you know, I, I, I just want to encourage you as well. Go on YouTube and Listen to some of the songs out there on Psalm 18. Uh, those who've put the, the Psalms to music. Um, James Block has a great uh, uh, Psalm 18 as well, where he shares on the first few verses and, and portions of this Psalm as well. And what a blessing when we understand the Father from the place of deliverance. You know, what does it mean to know that we have a God who rescues us? You are not on your own. And this is the blessing of walking in faith and, and, and walking in the will of Yehovah. Even in the midst of the struggles, even in the tough places, you might have had events in your life that you think, you know, why did this happen to me? And there's not always a spiritual reason to some of the things that we go through. Oh, I know that person. They're such a, a good person, righteous person. And, and look at all the disaster, uh, disastrous events that's happening around them oh you know you know where's the open door where's the sin what's causing these events and you know this is what um 
the Jews or the Israelites used to look at, you know, if someone was born with deformities or problems or, you know, disabilities, it must have been because of the sin of the father uh, or their family. It might be the generational curses that were coming forth. But what do we see in Messiah? We see that he has a different picture to paint. You know, everything is not just cookie cut to the same shape, you know. We're not all going to act the same way, respond the same way. And there can be many reasons why we go through the things that we go through. So what do we need in the midst of this? We need the word of Yahovah. Never lose sight of your calling. Never lose sight of who you are. The cords of death, they entangle me. The torrents of destruction overwhelm me. The cords of the grave coiled around me. The snare of death confronted me. Wow, look at this picture. You know, how deep is David going in the midst of, uh, you know, his despair? You know, the distress he's saying, I'm stressed out with all of this. I don't even know how a way out can come forth from this place. But here's the reality. Psalm 18 is the declaration of the glory of Yehovah, that where I've been in the past, you know, that, that calling, that word over my life, that promise that has been given to me, it is vitally important. And we stand upon the, uh, uh, we stand upon the sure foundation of what that promise is and proclaim the glory of Yehovah in the midst of it. But, you know, you recognize how deep uh, this despair, the distress that David has faced. And you might be watching right now and you might be saying, you know what, I feel the pain of this journey. It's like everything is is coming on top of me. How do I get a breakthrough? How do I get through all of this? Well, you know, if David can break through, if the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you know, is, is with David, he is with you also. You can see victory in Yehovah. So, you know, I, I gave up a long time ago being concerned um, about insecurities within my life based on what was happening around me because the Father told me, he said, if you have the word that's the word of promise my word will come to pass the cords of death they entangle me the torrents of destruction overwhelm me you know you know through our ministry through the many years and uh, you know of preaching the gospel you know we have sacrificially just reached out for 30 odd plus years and you know through all these decades you know there's been times that are high where it's like glory to Yahweh you know hundreds of thousands of people are ministered to millions of people and incredible favor and open doors and you know the miraculous signs and wonders and miracles the the demonstration power of the mighty God and you can have these on extremely high levels visible for the entire world to see and then you have those times where it feels like you're in the place of warfare in the dark it feels like you're in that pit and you know that's what we shared on uh, Sam 40 a couple of days ago uh, you know in in the miry clay you know he he lifts me up out of that slimy pit when you can't get a grip you you think there's no way out of this 
And again, here we are in David's life. And, you know, what do we see in David's life? You know, if, if you're uh, a student of the Psalms, you'll know many encounters where David talks about the, the, the stress, despair, you know, the, the brokenness of what he experiences, you know. Um, and, and I want us just to really think about that for a second, that you will go through these emotions, you will go through these events, but how do we respond in the midst of those trials? You know, you might have lost someone that you love dearly, and you might feel, how, how can I function past this day? How can I get past this moment? Life circumstances are not always kind to us, but we have a faithful God. He loves you. He loves me. And the cords of death are entangling me. This is David speaking. The torrents of, of destruction overwhelm me. The cords of the grave, they curled around me. The snares of death, they confront me. In my distress, I call to Yahovah. I cried to Elohim for help. In my distress, and this is what we've got to do. How, how are we in the midst of that distress? Are we calling on the name of Yahovah? I believe this is a word in season for someone right now. You know, you've just shut your mouth up in the midst of what you're going through. Why should I call on God? You know, he doesn't care about me. Hear the word of Yahovah. He cares about you. No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. But God is faithful and just. He will provide a way for you to stand up under it. He will provide that way of escape. But before that way of escape comes, he says, I'm going to give you the strength in the midst of what you're going through to stand up. Hear the word of Yahovah. I release the strength of Yahovah over your life today. And as I picture this verse 4 and 5, you know, what we're reading here and, and the grave, you know, death. How many times have we faced death? You know, maybe you've never faced death. You know, there's been a few occasions where... I've, I've looked death in the face, you know, where it's like, am I going to live past this moment? You know, one of them was when uh, I employed a guy who was part of an international drug ring. I didn't know. And, you know, I brought him in for his skills and the benefits of what he was going to do for our company. And I didn't know he was using my company as a front for uh, running his uh, drug uh, cartel stuff, whatever. And in the midst of it, you know, Scotland Yard came to me after. They told me there was times you were in the car with him when he was uh, on the verge of being assassinated by very uh, wicked people. And you were in the vehicle with him at those times. And Scotland Yard said, we didn't know if you were part of him. You know, we had to wait. But... Haley had a word. She got a word and, and said that he's stealing from us, stealing from our company, and he's got to get out of the company. And, you know, we were just young at the time. You know, we had about 50 full-time staff at that time and three national companies. And um, she got this word that was so strong. I'm like, Haley, what are you talking about? This can't be. We're, you know, this is a time of blessing and, you know... And she, she got to the place where the word was so strong and I wasn't listening. She said this, okay, I'm not working for you anymore. I can't work in this environment when God is speaking to me and you're not listening. And I thought, you know, what's more important, having finances in the bank or having a wife? You know, and I'm not going to lose my wife over anything. And, you know, 
I said, okay. I said, this is what I'll do. I'll bring in a firm through the night and, you know, we'll do accounts all through the night. It took six weeks to rebuild the finances by an independent organization that came in through the night. And what did they discover? They discovered that this person had been taking hundreds of thousands of dollars out of my company or pounds out of my company. And, um, it was pretty bad. But he had done it in such a way that we couldn't sue him. We couldn't, you know, it was it was all done uh, in a way that there was no legal stand for us to really deal with this. So what I did is I brought him into my office and I said, OK, you're fired. I want the company phone, your car keys and uh, your company credit card. I want them back right now. And he leans over the desk at me. He says, you have no idea who you're dealing with. And I had no idea who he was. He said, let's just leave things the way they are. And I look over the table at him. And I'm just this skinny little 23-year-old. You know, I look over the table at him and I said, you have no idea who you're dealing with. I'm a child of the Most High God, washed with the blood of Jesus. Give me the car keys, <laughs> give me your credit card, and give me your cell phone. You're out of here. And all of a sudden, there was a manifestation of rage. He started ripping my office apart. He's smashing everything in the office. He is, you know, he's ripping all my cabinets and breaking everything, throwing all my file systems all over the floor. This is the days before all the computers, you know smashing everything up and I'm sitting there I'm proclaiming the word of Yahovah I'm speaking in tongues and I'm coming against this spirit and I'm calling on the name of Yahovah and I have no fear in me as he's ripping everything up then he reaches over he grabs hold of me by my clothes he hauls me over the table he hauls me into his face as he's pulling me over the table you know, his eyes are almost busting out of his face. He's red hot with rage. This guy is about to kill me. And I'm Shari Mataka. I come against you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Yeshua, I come against you. And as I'm proclaiming this, boom, my office door busts open. And the biggest guy you've ever seen in your life. And I know some American footballers. And this guy was big. He walks in, blonde hair. You know, a big guy built like a brick house he comes in grabs a guy throws him into a headlock then he tells me go on and break his legs i'm like i don't want to break his legs he pins him up against the wall and he says to this this guy who's trying to attack me who's just about to throw me out a third floor window he said this man's not a fighting man you want to mess with anyone you're going to mess with me and then he kicked him down three flights of stairs out of the office in Newport, South Wales. And uh, then the guy disappeared. It's like, what was that? What took place? Talk about that place of being rescued by Yahovah in the midst of, you know, facing death, in the midst of destruction. Elohim is faithful. If he has to send an angel to rescue you, he will. He loves you. He will do whatever it takes for us to walk in the purposes of Yahovah.
Hallelujah. So, you know, there might be many events, and, you know, there's, there's many accounts, quite a number of accounts, especially here in Israel. You know, I've had about three or four occasions where I've faced death here in the land of Israel. And, you know, for time's sake, I'm not going to go into them right now. I just want to give one example of that. But when you face the entanglement, the destruction, the, the, the cords of the grave, when the enemy said, I'm going to take you out, you're not going to fulfill the promises of Yahovah. You're not going to see the blessings of Yehovah. What do we need to do in the place of distress? This is what David says. He said, I called to Yehovah. I called to Yehovah. And you know, what I love about this, you know, the word deliverance, the word salvation, they're, they're really intertwined. You know, you know, what is salvation? It means to be delivered. It's deliverance. You know, it's not just demonic deliverance, you know, are we experiencing de uh, deliverance from demons? You know, it's salvation. We are being saved. We need to see the power of salvation in so many aspects of our life. I cry to Yehovah for help. In my distress, I called on Yehovah. And maybe in this moment, you need to call out call on his name. Like I said, you might be in that place where emotionally you're so busted because you're maybe you're in that place of unforgiveness to yourself. How did I get to where I am? How do I get to this place of brokenness? You know, Psalm 18 is pretty much word for word what you see in uh, the book of 2 Samuel chapter 22. And, you know, here in Psalm 18, when is this word being spoken? Is this the time when it's towards the end of his life, when he's, he's, um, he's already fallen in sin with uh, Bathsheba and he's been through uh, places where Uriah murder, he's caused murder, he's caused adultery, you know, he's caused so many problems and he's paid the price for his sin. And, you know, he's, and this is what is so important about David versus so many other people who have fallen in sin. You know, what makes D David so special in the midst of this, that it doesn't matter what he has gone through and where he is broken, He's humbled himself before Yehovah. And in that place of humbling himself before Yehovah, he is by mercy, the mercy of Yehovah, by the grace of a mighty God, able to receive forgiveness of his sins. And yes, those sins came with consequences. They came with great consequences. But did he go back? to those sinful ways? Did he understand Teshuvah, to turn around, to turn around from where they, where, where he was and to get back to where Yehovah wants him to be? And if you're in that place where you feel like you're so entangled and you're entangled because of your sin, you know, many times when we talk about calling on Yehovah, we see this in 2 Timothy chapter 22, flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the name of Yehovah from a pure heart. Call on his name. Romans chapter 10, what does it say? Everyone who calls on the name of Yehovah will be saved. Now, do you believe that? Is that the word of Yehovah for you? So, you know, 
what are we doing? We're rehearsing Elohim's deliverance over your life, over my life. And if we don't know how to call on the name of Yahovah, how are we going to be free? So you're going to set yourself free? Oh, well, I'll, you know, it's okay, God. I'll just do it my way. I'll get through this. I'll, you know, I'll work my way out of this, you know, in Jesus' name. You know, call on his name. Allow the hand of a mighty God, you know, <laughs> You are my rock. I'm standing upon your promises. I love that picture of God as a shield. That's bigger than your shield of faith. You, you might be faithless, but he will remain faithful. You might be broken, but he is there. He's your salvation. He's your stronghold. He's going to bring you through. I cried to my Elohim for help, not just to... Uh, you, Get personal before Yehovah. Get personal before him, as we see in verse 6. In my distress, come on, you've got to take ownership of, of what you're feeling, what you're going through in the midst of your trials. This is my distress, and I'm not going to wait for someone else, you know, to, uh, to help me get through this. No, I personally am calling on the name of the Lord. I'm crying to my Elohim from help and i love this next part of verse six from his temple he heard my voice my cries came before him into his ears now picture when this is written you know this is the time of victory for david you know he's not okay you know i'll, I'll write three verses now and then in 10 years, I'll write the next four verses. And, oh, I've gone through this. Here's the next two verses. No, no, no. He's putting this to song as he's looking over those 15 years of what he has gone through. And he's not just looking in this portion over the 15 years. He's looking at his reign. He's looking at how the Father has worked out within his life through being king over Israel and all the things that he has faced. So he says, from his temple... He heard my voice, but you might be in that place where you're in the midst of it. You're calling on Yahovah, but you know, you, you're not hearing his voice. You, you know, you're not hearing his voice. And, you know, we just read from Romans 10, where it says everyone who calls in the name of the Lord will be saved. But it doesn't just stop there. It says, how will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him in whom they have not heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? We need to be encouraged to hear the word of Yehovah. And as I'm speaking right now, as we are laboring over this portion of Scripture, this is the time of deliverance of Yehovah. But you might not have any feelings right now. You, you know, you might not be in that place where it's like, you know, is God hearing me? I'm calling on him in my distress. Is he hearing me? I want to tell you, according to the Scripture, if you call on his name, he will hear you. You know, this is not just something that happens in a few minutes. In Acts chapter 2, you know, what was Peter, uh, when he had that incredible speech after the outpouring of the Spirit, he says, Repent and be immersed, every one of you, in the name of Yeshua the Messiah, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. We need to turn around and recognize, you know what, Father, your word is convicting me. Maybe I'm not acting right. I'm not responding right. I'm not dealing with my sin in the way that it needs to be dealt with. 
then today's the day of repentance. This is what we need if we're going to see the deliverance of Yahovah. Do you want to be free? You might be born again of the Spirit. You might not have demons, but there might be areas within your life that you have not surrendered before Yahovah. I cried to my Elohim for help. From his temple he heard my voice. And what, I, you know, this is not just, you know, the temple in Jerusalem, you know, from his temple. You know, what are we talking about here? We're talking about, you know, I know where I can find my God. I know where he is. Do you know where Elohim is? Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Do you know where he is? His presence, his place of dwelling. You know, what's the point of the temple? It's a dwelling place. It's the place of dwelling. So what do we see? I cried to my Elohim for help. From his dwelling place, he heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. Hear the word of Yahovah. If you call on his name, if you repent, if you put aside uh, your fears, your distress, you will see the victory of Yehovah. In Psalm 145, it says, Yehovah is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. You know, what do we understand about truth? You know, all who call on him in truth, believe, do you believe that he is able to set you free? So anyway, I want to look at a couple of verses here on, on this. In my distress, I call on Yahovah. Psalm chapter 30, verse 2. Let's see, uh, uh, verse 1, Psalm 30. I will exalt you, O Elohim, for you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. Oh, Yehovah, my Elohim, I called to you for help, and you healed me. What do you need today? I believe that the anointing of Yehovah is so powerful here today that he will set you free. He'll bring his healing power to you. Oh, Yehovah, you brought me up from the grave. You spared me from going down into the pit. You spared me. You've brought me to that place. And, you know, Psalm 30, you know, I love this. It's a psalm of thanksgiving. You know, just take note of it and go back. And, and you know, sometimes we've got to get into those thanksgiving psalms and just sing them out. You know, open your Bible and just sing in your own tune, you know. Sing to Yahovah, you his saints. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Yehovah, you brought me out. You brought me up from the grave. He takes us from darkness into his marvelous light. Call upon me in the day of trouble. Psalm 50, verse 15. I will deliver you. And guess what you, you will do? You will glorify me. I will deliver you and you will glorify me. Oh, hallelujah. In my distress, I called to Yehovah. I called to you. In crying to Yehovah for help. In that place, uh, Psalm 66, it says, uh, verse uh, 16. Is that, uh, yeah. It says, come and listen, all you who fear Elohim. Let me tell you what he has done for me. You know, there's such a powerful, uh, 
there's such a, a powerful move of the Spirit happens when we testify, when we talk about the deliverance of Yehovah. He set me free. He has delivered me. You know, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the, the word of our testimony. Come and listen, all you who fear Elohim. Let me tell you of what he has done. I cried out to him with my mouth. His praise was on my tongue. And we see example after example. So many places. Praise the name of Yeshua. In the place of what? In the place of fear. In the place of death. <clears throat> In the place of despair. I cried out to him with my mouth. I'm not going to stay quiet because my God is a delivering God. He's a Elohim who will set you free. If he is for you, who can be against you? And in Philippians, what does it say? Don't be anxious about anything. But in everything with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. You know, what does it mean with thanksgiving? It's about our mouth, the confession of our mouth, how we are speaking forth. Hallelujah. I cried out to him with my mouth. His praise was on my tongue. Hallelujah. So, you know, in everything, by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, let your request be made known before Yehovah. So we have that time where we proclaim the testimony of who he is. Verse 18, I'm on Psalm 66, if you're tracking with me here. If I cherished sin, in my heart, Yahovah would not have listened, but Elohim has surely listened and heard my voice in prayer. Praise be to Elohim, who has not rejected my prayers or withheld his love from me. So what are some of the keys that we see here, which are so vitally important as we look at the life of David and also what's happening in Psalm 18? This is what he says. He says... If I had cherished my sin, cherished sin in my heart, Yehovah would not have listened. We've got to be right standing before Yehovah. Father, if there's places within our heart that are not right before you, I pray, Father, you help us align ourselves with you in these areas. That's why it's important, Teshuvah, that we need to be those that repent. Hallelujah. We've got to repent. We've got to turn round. Why? Because if we are cherishing sin, if we, if we are unforgiving, how can we receive anything from Elohim? You know, even David knows it. You don't have to go just to New Testament, uh, um, you know, uh, scriptures and the Mercianic writings. You can see all throughout the, the weaving from Genesis to Revelation, how important it is to walk with forgiveness and that we are known by the love we have for one another and the love we have before Yehovah. Oh, uh, you know, you know, some people think, you know, well, you know, I might have a problem with a person, but, you know, what, what if you have a problem with Elohim? What if, if your problem is with God, you're unforgiving towards God? Well, come on, God, you know, I've lost friends, I've lost uh, relationships, 
uh, you know, and it's all your fault, God. It's, it's all your fault. You can't be unforgiven before God. Well, this sickness I'm going through, this, what's going on in my mind, this is all because of you, God. You're breaking me down. You're destroying me. And I hate you, God, for what you're doing. You're not going to see your prayers answered. You're not going to see answers. But if we know that we have come before Yehovah from a place of forgiveness. God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. We see that in First Peter and in James as well. He gives grace to the humble. What's he saying? If we will humble ourselves before a mighty Yehovah, we will see the deliverance of Yehovah. And that's what we want to do. We want to get to that place that we receive deliverance. And I shared this the other day. If you have been saved and you have not been immersed in water, you need to die to self. You need to let the old man be buried. But, you know, look in modern day Christianity, they just have you being baptized or immersed one time. Okay, you've got it, brother. You've got it, sister. You know, when you got saved, you got mikvahed. But, you know, we study the scriptures and we see all the different types of mikvahs and things that are in the scriptures. You know, if you're in a place of uncleanness, you can go in mikvah. And maybe you need to have that mikvah now. Maybe it's not about unto salvation, but there's areas of your life that are just filthy and dirty and you need them restored and take that time to be mikvahed. Elohim will surely listen... If our heart is right, he has heard my voice in prayer. Praise be to Elohim, who has not rejected my prayers or withheld his love from me. Why? Why would he withhold his love if he was unforgiving towards me? We know in Yeshua, by the blood of Yeshua, we have forgiveness. And, you know, man might not want to forgive you for what you've gone through. But we serve a God who is a forgiving God. Hallelujah. So, you know, that's some amazing things just out of those few verses. Verse 7, back to Psalm 18. The earth trembled and quaked, and the foundations of the mountains shook. They trembled because he was angry. Smoke rose from his nostrils. Consuming fire came from his mouth. Burning coals blazed out of it. He parted the heavens and came down. Dark clouds were under his feet. He mounted on the cherubim and flew. He soared on wings of the wind. He made darkness his covering his canopy around him. The dark rain cloud of the sky. Out of the brightness of his presence, clouds advanced. With hailstones and bolts of lightning, Yehovah thundered from the heavens. The voice of the Most High resounded. Yeah, you just you, you picture. You are called in accordance with the will of Yehovah. And you know what the word says? God says, heaven and earth will move on your behalf. That the will of Yehovah will be fulfilled within your life. And this is an incredible testimony. You know, when when Yehovah is angry against the assignments of 
uh, satanic assignments, against the assignments that are seeking to destroy the word of Yahovah. It doesn't matter what it takes. The word of Yahovah will come to pass. And if the Father has to get out and come down, whatever he has to do. And what do we see in this picture? He sent his son Yeshua. Well, you know, we were so lost in our sin that what did Yehovah do? He had to come down. He had to become like man. You know, he was man. He had to go through the temptations that we went through. He had to go through the cross. He had to go through the pain. He had to go through the death <coughs> to bring us to the place of the resurrection power. Hallelujah. What extent will he go to for you to walk in freedom, for you to have liberty? Oh, what are we doing here? We're rehearsing Elohim's deliverance. We're rehearsing the plan. You know, what's God's plan? So where's your fear now in the midst of your trials, in the midst of what you're going through? Where's your source in the place of your brokenness? Elohim is able. He's able. He's going to bring you through in your sickness, in your distress. Whatever you're going through, you might have felt like it feels like years. And where's the answer? Well, that's what David went through. Over 15 years being anointed king. And then, you know, he lost everything. He lost every element of worth. He had nobody. He was so broken. He was so broken from the inside, so broken from the outside. But what did the Father do through all of this? He said, I'm revealing who I truly am to you. So that when you reign, when you rise up, how are you going to lead my people if you've not been through brokenness? How are you going to lead my people if you've not stepped out of yourself, your little cocoon, and experienced my reality? Rehearsing the deliverance of Yahovah, even the Father and the Son will come down. <clears throat> he will make a way. And I love this verse 14. He shot his arrows and scattered the enemies, great bolts of lightning, and routed them. Hallelujah. The valleys of the sea were exposed. The foundations of the earth laid bare at your rebuke, O Yahovah, at the blast of breath from your nostrils. You know, what's David saying? He's saying that the Father will move heaven and earth, even the foundations of the earth. If they have to be shaken for the will of Yahovah to be fulfilled, they will be shaken. You know, uh, we've got a friend who is responsible for uh, all of the dealing for tsunamis and things like that. The signs, if you go to Akko or Haifa, Kasaria, Tel Aviv, you've got all these signs, uh, tsunami warnings, distance, uh, evacuation routes this way. You've got to get away from the sea. Why? It's so powerful. That when events happen, if earthquakes take place, if those seas will rise up and, and overstep the boundaries of which they are held back, you know, what type of disaster will come forth? And what is the Father saying? He's saying, I'm shooting arrows to scatter the enemies, great bolts of lightning. You know, how powerful is a bolt of lightning? You know, there's nothing that man can make on the power level of of one of those bolts, you know, as far as voltage is concerned. It's pretty incredible. Hallelujah. 
And, you know, he, what's he going to do? He's going to rebuke. He's going to uh, 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 rebuke the enemy. He's going to rebuke everything that comes against his name. Hallelujah. So if you align yourself with the will and the purpose of Yahovah, this is what Yahovah is saying. I will rebuke <laughs> my very breath. The blast of the breath from my nostrils will bring destruction against the plans of the enemy. Verse 16, he reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of the deep water. Oh, hallelujah. We see the salvation power of a mighty Elohim. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes who were too strong for me. Oh, I'm out of my depth. How am I going to get through this? Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter what depth you are in. You know, when you start operating by the Spirit, you immediately move out of the realm of the natural. And, you know, we're, we're operating in the, the supernatural, in the spiritual realm. And we need the authority, the power of a mighty God behind us as we deal with, you know, the, the strongholds of the enemy. And we are called to pull down those imaginations, those strongholds. We're called to recognize who we're in warfare with, as we see in Ephesians chapter 6. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster. Oh. <sighs> Maybe the deliverance of Yahovah is not going to come until that very day of disaster. You know, look at them at the Red Sea. They, they, they see the, the ten plagues of Egypt, the deliverance of the children of Israel. They're being led out. They take the long way around, so they're not involved in any other battles. They get all the way to the Red Sea. They're hemmed in, and here comes the hardness of Pharaoh's heart against them. And in the midst of that hemming in, that place, the day of disaster. You know, we have a thing called the day of rage here that the Muslims do against Israel uh, when they want to come against Israel uh, the, the you know if it's Hamas or Hezbollah they call it the day of rage you know and it's the day where they, they expect more terrorist attacks and they're encouraging the people to rise up and sporadically cause rage so what do we see we see this is the day of my disaster but Yahovah was my support he was my support. He was my support. I want you to think about this. I want you to recognize where you are. I want you to recognize that what's going on around you. And even from the midst of pain, I want you to take hope in what we are sharing here. Because we have a promise from Yahovah. He will rescue you. And stop trying to work out all your problems through man. Stop trying to work it all out through thinking that someone's going to help you. Just, you know, submit to Yahovah and let the deliverance come from him. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Hallelujah. He brought me out into a spacious place because he delighted 
in me. Romans chapter 6, what does it say? The wages of sin is death, but the free gift of Elohim is eternal life in Yeshua the Messiah, our Lord. The rescuing, the salvation, the deliverance. Are we piling up the wages of sin towards death, or are we surrendering before Yahovah. And as we see in this portions of Scripture, we know that the Father, He sent the Son, John 3, 16, For Elohim so loved the world, He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you will be found in Him today, you will not perish. You might feel like you can't take it anymore. Hear the word of Yahovah. Even as a believer, you know, even from a place of brokenness, you need the salvation of Yahovah today. We read yesterday from Psalm 23, you know, what do we see in that Psalm? That even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you are there. It opens up, Yahovah, you're my shepherd. You know, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still wars. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And just picture that. Where does he want to take you to today? He wants to take you to that place where you recognize that you can have hope in him. You can rely on him in the midst of everything you face. And this, this is the type of ministry and teaching that we need. We need the life of the Spirit. We, you know, many people get so caught up in systematically, you know, going through stuff and, you know, dealing with Torah portions and, and stuff like that and just, you know, going through the motions. But, you know, what is the word of Yahovah? Let the word of Yahovah come, the living word, to bring healing, to bring deliverance and transformation transformation by his spirit we can't just get to the end of the world and say we've arrived you know oh yeah that, that's great you know thank you the question is what does this word mean to me how are we going to apply this word to our lives how do we see that uh, salvation uh, that place of he rescued me because he delighted in me. You know, you know, salvation doesn't come because of who you are. It's because of who he is. But you have got to make a decision and say, you know, I'll lay my life down. But if you're dealing with unforgiveness, you've got bitterness, resentfulness, and you're not dealing right before Yahovah, you need to repent, even as a believer. And maybe you're not dealing right before other brothers and sisters. You need to repent. Who can separate you from the love of Yahovah? Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, the sword? You know, Romans chapter 8, love the chapter. What a blessed chapter it is. All things work together for good for those who are in Yeshua the Messiah. In that verse, in verse 35 of 8, Who shall separate us from the love of of Messiah. Who shall separate us? Come on. Together you can proclaim this. Who? Who can separate us from the love? Tribulation? Huh. Distress? This is what we're dealing with in this chapter. This is what he says. The very word, verse 6. In my distress. Hallelujah. Persecution, famine, nakedness, danger of the sword. What are you going through? My God is able. He is the one who will rescue me. You know, we saw from the life of Paul, even the things he went through, man, he talked about a different immersion. He talked about uh, the, the, the mikvah of suffering. Uh, 
He was the one that says you need to experience the mikvah of suffering. In Romans 7, what do we see from Paul? He says, oh, I'm a wretched man. Who will deliver me from this body of death? I'm, you know, the things I want to do, you know, I don't do the things I don't want to do. They're the very things that I do. I've got this battle that's going on within the inside of me. And, you know, what do I need? I need the life of the Spirit. I need the authority of the Ruach HaKodesh manifesting within my life, bringing forth the victory in my life. And this is the day of the victory, says Yahovah. We have a God who answers. We have a God who saves. This is the day of his deliverance. Wow, can you believe it? We've only got up to verse 19. And maybe that's where we just need to get to today. Maybe that's what we need to just take time to meditate over. To, to say, you know, Father, I'm not going to let you go. I recognize all these places. I, I recognize everything that I've gone through in the past. And, and I've got testimonies from the past I can hold on to today. And if you don't have a testimony from the past, you can go back to the scripture and you can see the testimonies of the delivering power of Yehovah. How far do you have to go back in the place of testimonies of God breaking through before you will believe for the breakthrough of Yehovah within your life today? How far do you have to go back? I pray that today you will experience the living God by identifying who you are in Him. Who am I? Who am I in you, Father? By the Spirit, in Yeshua, who am I? Am I one who's crying? Am I one who's calling out? Do I truly believe that you will shake the heavens and the earth on my behalf for your will to be established within my life? Hear the word of Yahovah. You were born for such a time as this. Don't let any demon, any devil, any your flesh, your neighbor, your cousin, your aunt, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister. Don't let anyone rob you of the reason you are born. You are born to fulfill the purposes and will of Yahovah. Romans chapter 12. Oh, hallelujah. Romans 12. Yeah. You know, look, can it ever get worn out? Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of Elohim's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to Elohim. This is your spiritual act of worship. And, you know, as I think about this, you know, I, I want you to enter into the rest of Yehovah to experience the deliverance of Yehovah. Don't conform any longer the patterns of this world. What does it mean? Don't be stressed. You know, don't try and do it in your own strength, but be transformed with the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what Elohim's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I break the assignments of the enemy against you today. I ask, Father, you open up our minds to understand how we walk in victory, how we experience the breakthrough of Yahovah. I proclaim this is the day of the victory of a mighty God. This is the day of breakthrough in your life. I also pray, Father, for those of us in the midst of 
trials that have been ongoing. I ask, Father, you accelerate our destiny. Rev up our destiny. May we stand in the place of prayer. May we call on your name. May we experience the deliverance of Yehovah. We come against court cases. We come against financial attack. We come against loss. We ask, Father, for the fruits of the Spirit. We ask, Father, for the signs, the wonders and miracles, for the miraculous power of a mighty God, that we will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, that people will be set free, they will be delivered, they will come unto salvation, that many will be discipled in the presence of Yehovah to know who you are. That's our prayer today. If you're sick, I want you to place your hands on the part of the body where you're sick right now. The anointing, the presence of Yehovah is so strong right now. He said he is here to bring forth healing. I speak forth the healing power of Yehovah. I say to uh, stuttering mouth, be free right now in Yeshua's name. I come against headaches. I come against uh, problems in the brain, memory loss, to be restored. We speak creative miracles over you right now, supernatural miracles over you right now. For those that are suffering with COVID, we say be supernaturally freed right now in Yeshua's name. We come against this virus. We say get out our bodies in Yeshua's name and we speak the healing power of Yeshua. What are you going through? As you place your hands on your body, you just name it out. What is it? Heart conditions, be healed. Lung problems, be restored. We speak creative miracles in the lungs from lung damage right now. Supernatural restoration to our health and strength. Liver problems, go in Yeshua's name. Father, detox our liver problems and bring forth your healing power in Yeshua's name. Father, for those who are struggling with unforgiveness, for those who are experiencing the pain of what others have done against them, even as David uh, opened this up and said that you delivered from the enemies and from the hand of Saul, Father, we recognize that even those who are meant to be our brothers, that are meant to be walking with us, can cause us pain. And I pray that you deliver us from the consequences of their sin, the consequences of what they have done against us. And we forgive them today in Yeshua's name. We can't make them change. We can't change them, but we can change us. And we make a decision to walk in the change that we see in accordance with the scriptures. Father, I thank you for this time in the Word. Oh, hallelujah. I give you glory for what you have done here today. I pray, Father, that everyone who is watching is blessed and encouraged and uh, that you will minister to the hearts of the body today to bring your transforming power in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the ministry. You can go to bulldozeoffaith.com. You can message me, email me, get hold of our teachings on the platform, and I pray that it will be a blessing and encouragement to you. Uh, my email is kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. If you're listening by podcast, don't forget to reach out to us as well. Let us know where you're listening from, what countries you're in, and how this uh, these uh, teachings are blessing and encouraging you. And uh, if you look in the description as well, you can get a hold of our latest newsletter. Um, I want to send you a link as well, if I can. Hold on one second. Um, and that's the link to sign up to get our alerts. We, we don't post it every time we go live. We do for Shabbat. And remember, tomorrow, what do we have tomorrow? It's, it's Crossing Point Global Community. We get together to pray, to spend time together on Zoom. Uh, that's also linked on the Facebook page as well. So I encourage you to connect with us there. I was trying to see if I can get you the link. Um, for Crossing Point Global Community, I'm just going to give you the link here. Um, Oh, I've got the right page up. I don't know. Maybe that's the right page. I hope it's the right page. It's not the one it normally says, but anyway. There's the page there for Cross and Point. Um, it is a private area community for prayer. Uh, so when you click on it, just be patient with us as we uh, uh, accept people into that platform. But, uh, you know, come and join us there. And remember, every... Every Sunday, we, we spend time together, sharing together, uh, you know, and ministering to each other as the body. And that's what it's all about. It's so precious. And I look forward to those uh, online meetings every single week. Thanks for watching. Until next time, Shabbat Shalom.